welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. <laughs> My name's Tora. <laughs> this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we'll be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, Flora, you ready to get grimy? Yes. Great. We have a few <laughs> uh, <laughs> business items to just get out of the way. Let's get that business out of the way. Yeah. So we can get to the party in Let's the back. Let's get to the front of this mullet real quick. Yes, yes, yes. Flora. I almost said Florida. <laughs> so that's your new nickname. I'm Florida now. Florida. What's our business? Tell me. First, thank you to everybody listening. And then second, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you to everybody sending us things to the P.O. box. We still have that getting checked, although not as frequently because of the COVID. But someone sent us a delightful gift. And by someone sent us, I mean someone sent me a delightful gift. <laughs> Feeling the love. It was this beautiful bird mug and it was addressed to flora the slug which seems targeted but they said that this is the most flora mug i've ever seen i hope it brightens your quarantine beverages really the only thing that can slash will make it more you is to drink bud light lime out of it um and then they didn't tell tell us their name this is an anonymous gift but it's actually the greatest thing i've ever seen it's a foul language bird mug and so it yes. has like all these birds with naughty names like blue-footed booby and bearded tit red-billed oxpecker like on this mug and then on the inside like after you drink the bev there's just a tit in there <laughs> i mean not like a tit like a tit like the bird <laughs> like one tit like just a tufted tit mouse just in there and he's he has a, a speech bubble and it just says tit <laughs> it's on the tit incredible it's very that's thoughtful gonna, yeah that's gonna enhance every bev it touches and i i don't know why this is i think it's just because it's a naughty bird it's not really like i don't think it's a curse word but that has a southern screamer and funny you know i love oh. screamers <laughs> so yes. much yeah. used to take care of some screamers, and they're so dumb, and I just really love them. So I just love that they're on this mug. Yeah, you have some good screamer stories. Maybe we'll do you, regale our patrons with some of those. I know. Well, I was just thinking, do you remember we went on a visit to a zoo, and then there was just, like, that one screamer. Weren't you there with me, or was I alone? I might have uh, been alone. Know. But he just, like, came up and just, like, was adorable. And, like, mine oh, were so mean I was to there. me. Yes, yes. And then he just came up and he was just like, I'm an angel. And he just, like, rested yeah. his head on that little, like, ledge and was just, like, staring at us. Fuck. Yeah. You shed, like, a single tear. Yeah. Like, Why can't my birds be this nice? <laughs> Mine are so mean. <laughs> so thank you so much to that uh, gift in the, the P.O. box. We really appreciate that. We get that checked. Mm-hmm. And then we have the mail forwarded to us. So we actually receive the gifts at some point. Yes. Yeah. So, Flora, how's your week? Uh, same shit, man. I don't know. <laughs> Run that thing say over here in Furloughville. Uh-huh. Just like vegging. Today, vegging hard. Been watching mm-hmm. some Let's Plays. Okay. <sighs> Finished the book club reading. Um, right. Man Alive. Haven't done. I hung up some clothes that had been in a hamper for probably since the beginning of quarantine. Domestic so they were, um. Goddess. They're on hangers now, but they are still basically holding the form of, like, a rumpled ball, but, like, on a hanger now. What? <laughs> and, yeah, just been just been vibing. I feel like a vegetable, you know? Like, yes. um, like I watched The Curse of the Were-Rabbit the other day, you know, with... Oh, that's a um, great flick. Yeah. I know. I love Wallace and Gromit. And just, like, the prized vegetable, you just want it to grow, like, as big... As you can, and you just, like, nurture yeah. it and just, like, tuck it in and just make that big pumpkin grow. That's I, you. I think I'm a big ve- – I think I'm going to be the award-winning vegetable at the end of this. I'm nourishing myself to be able to win the vegetable competition. <laughs> That's how I feel, for sure. But so also, am the vegetable. Yeah. How is your week? Today I got peed on. Oh. But I also got Taco Bell, so I feel like it evens oh. out. Yeah. I Did they I'm give like you sauce? Neutral. Did you ask for sauce? Uh, I had a friend pick it up, and they know to get sauce for me, so they made it happen. <sighs> well, they do that no-touch shit now. So they asked me at the they asked me at the speaker box if I wanted sauce. I said, yes, I want six-mild sauce, because I always asked for six-mild sauce. <laughs> and right. they 
at the window, another woman, not the person on the microphone, but another woman hand me a sealed bag on a tray that she was, like, not touching. Mm. And I got my sealed bag assuming, like, why would they have asked what I wanted if they hadn't have included it? And then I got home and I had no sauce. Had some crossed wires there. (sighs) Luckily, I found one (laughs) mild sauce packet in, like, a drawer. Oh, wow. Had to make it last times six. I, huh? <laughs> yeah, I usually get six. <laughs> but I usually get six, so I have, like, I can burrow it away like a little squirrel. Yeah. I gotta say, there's few things worse than not having enough sauce for something. I know. Can you buy that shit in bulk? <gasps> I'm sure you can. I like wet stuff. Is that weird? Yeah. Like, I can't eat a dry, I don't eat dry food. Yeah, I get what you're saying to a certain extent, but it's also a very strange thing to say <laughs> out loud. But, like, okay, so, like, a grilled cheese. I always have to dip it in ketchup. Or, like, oh, I see. a sandwich. Well, a grilled cheese is already, ha- like, kind of wet, you know? No, it's dry. No. Is it? Yes, it's too dry. I feel like the cheese no. enters, cheese. enters more liquid No. State. No. It has to get dipped in something wet. Are we going to have an issue here? Quesadillas <laughs> aren't wet enough. They're pretty wet. Those Taco Bell quesadillas come out like drooping. They need more. They're slippy. If I could get the if I could get the quesadilla sauce in a cup, I'd dip it in that Ooh. even. Yeah. But all I, my food I don't know has if I'm to be wet. I'm with you though because I also dip my quesadillas in hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> but off. I think I think maybe the grilled cheese is where I have an issue. Anything, like a burger, a hot dog, a corn dog? Yeah. Well, yeah, it I mean, has all those to be dipped. Everything. Okay, here's a question. Everything. You're eating like a bowl of mac and cheese. Do you do you have sauce on that? No, but the moment I put a bite in my mouth, I take a sip of drink. Oh wow, you gotta like have it has it to all be wet, wet, huh? Yeah. The wetter, the better. I'm ready for to like not have teeth. Is what I'm doing. Preparing oh, yeah, for the day just, that I don't have teeth. Yeah, getting ready for <laughs> that great great day where you could just start slurping. I found um, you can buy the sauce on Amazon. I'm about to buy. Four, oh, see, there you go. Four pack of this malt sauce. Quarantine necessity right there. Huh. Yeah, I've been buying a bunch of weird shit on the internet, too. Anyway. <laughs> That's, I think, what everyone is doing <laughs> in quarantine. God. I think if you're not doing that in quarantine, are you actually furloughed? <laughs> right. Have you haven't bought some, at least one weird thing off Amazon? Are you yeah. even living? No, you're not. Not even close. Uh, so we have a new patron, a uh, Grime Gang patron, that we want to give a shout out to. Yes. Do you have that name for us? I do. What do you want to word associate with? I'm thinking, what about like a weird thing that they order on Amazon? Oh, sure. All right. Okay, this is Haley T. Let's see. I get the distinct feeling like Haley T is ordering those crisscross velvet slippers that Amazon is selling and that everyone <laughs> on Instagram is wearing. <laughs> Haley, is that true? Tell me. <laughs> Haley, is this you? Tell me right now. <laughs> wow. Wowee. Thanks. Welcome to the Grime Gang family. Welcome to the we fam. You. You're already in the Thank Discord. You so You're already our new favorite. So You're already in our hearts. If you too, anyone out there listening, would like to join our Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash keeperchat. We have two different tiers, and you can sign up for either, but you get a lot of bonus things like episodes each month, behind-the-scenes content, access to our Discord, chance to participate in polling, all that, all that jazz. So check it out. It's a great opportunity to get more involved with us. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Great. Uh, that being said, are you ready to get into our animal this week? Born ready. Perfect. Okay. So we had a couple people in our poll suggest uh, various versions of this animal. Okay. I asked our patrons to give me a domestic bird. And why? In all honesty, what a specific like thing. Excuse me, you ask for specific things all the time. Don't I do, even... but, like, that is weird. Because in my head, I was like, have we done a chicken? And that's just kind of what I thought. And I was like, that's a domestic bird, right? Right. And then I put it up there, and I was like, hang on, no. These results, I just got to go with what's in my heart. And I've been sitting on this animal for at least a year. <laughs> I went to a seminar when I was in college all about a specific subset of, like, behavior of this animal. Okay. And it was fascinating, and I've been dying to tell you all about it. Okay. So this week, we're going to talk about the duck. The duck! The duck! Uh, we're not going to go into too many specifics, because there's over 100 species Yeah, of you ducks. just do this. You do this thing where you're just like, I'm going to talk about 
animals and they're talking I, about <laughs> what oh, i claim them for myself i would pick just like and duck you know but you're like mm, mm, mm. no ma'am all the I'm duck claiming duck duck for me put duck on the board for fauna <laughs> put zero on the board for flora fuck <laughs> i'm gonna come in afterward and just like do a one specific duck i'm gonna do a specific duck right after this fuck dude well that's that's fine because i like talking about we'll ducks, double so. down on ducks <laughs> Double down on them ducks. The triple D experience. That's the better triple D. Double down <laughs> on ducks. Eat your heart out, Guy Fieri. Moving on. On to our ducks. Let's get into it. The common name duck is just to describe any of those fucking <laughs> hundred species of duck. And it's actually uh, more specifically used to describe uh, the duck species in the family Anatidae. Now, one quick note. And you're probably thinking in your head, where do swan and geese fall into this? I'm sure everyone out there was thinking that question. No, what I'm thinking, Fauna, is where does swan and geese fall into this? I knew it. I'm actually asking, where does gray duck fit into this? Oh, yeah. That's a good question. Well, I'm going to answer it. (laughs) I'm going to talk about swans and geese first. Mm. Uh, So they're part of that same family. Uh, but there's, like, different classifications underneath. So just going right into that shit, we're going into phylum chordata. We're in class aves. Right. We're in order answeriformes. And then right. that family in it today. Uh, this is divided into several subfamilies. And this is when you get into just, like, duck upon duck. There's so many ducks. So many ducks. God knows. If you're thinking of a duck name right now, it probably exists. Like, no matter how bizarre it is, there's just so many ducks. Is there a number? Over a hundred species. Over a hundred. Over a hundred. So, so like great. I said, those uh, swans and geese are part of that same family, but they're not ducks because they don't have duck characteristics. So we'll talk about those in a second. So but all... They're not in the duck club. Waterfowl? No. I just like, it can't it's be waterfowl. all waterfowl, right? Right. Or is Anseriformes all waterfowl? See, I didn't look into that, so that's on you. <laughs> all right. We're just going to say it's most of them at least. Sure. Yeah. You know what? That can't be wrong. That's got to be at least a majority. At least most of them. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So so going off that point, ducks are considered waterfowl, which is an aquatic bird. On the like duck to swan to geese scale, they're on the lower end. So they're the smallest of those three. Geese being the middle, swans being the largest. Swan are so big. It's upsetting. They're real big. Uh, But ducks are found in both fresh and salt water, depending on the species that you're looking at. Hmm. Uh, oftentimes, they are confused with a bunch of other different types of waterfowl. Right. Uh, namely, some of the more common ones are things like loons and divers. They look like ducks. They quack like ducks. But they're they're like not ducks. skinny and weird ducks. <laughs> yeah, they're not the same. They're different. And they fall, again, into those like duck weird face. characteristics that make them ducks, which we'll get into in a second. But habitat-wise, they're found on every continent. In the world, except for Antarctica. That happens a lot. We gotta get more stuff down there, man. <laughs> we just Can we start terraforming we gotta- <laughs> Antarctica now? Why Why have we waited so long? We gotta start funneling some ducks into Antarctica. This it's is getting ridiculous. Penguins, probably. That's why we get all the penguins. <laughs> uh, their appearance is generally small. They're kind of an oval-shaped animal. What and if they have someone- a short neck. Here's something that's crazy. Sorry. Okay. What if someone listening right now, like, doesn't know, what a, duck- a- doesn't know what a duck is? Like, can you imagine- <laughs> Or, like, no. well, they're on every continent. So there can't be a single baby that, like, wasn't born with a with a baby book that had a duck in it, you know? Except Rubber if duck, they were born on Antarctica. Unless they're those Antarctican. Right. The Antarcticans. <laughs> the Antarcticans. Like the Backyardigans. They're the Antarctican babies. It's the Backyardigans, <laughs> but they're in Antarctica. They don't know shit about ducks. Calling you out. <laughs> Checkmate, Antarctica. <laughs> I feel like it's one of the most, like, we always talk about how everybody knows this. You know, everybody knows what a lion looks like. Everybody everybody knows what a fucking duck is. Honestly, I read something that said a duck and, like, the sound of a duck is one of the most widely recognized animals in the entire world. I believe it. People are like, that's a duck. And, like, the most part, they're right. (laughs) For, like, the one time And then that one time it's a loon and it's like, nuh-uh, bitch, you thought. (laughs) I know that fucking loon is sitting there, like, waiting. Like, call me a duck, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm fucking ready. <laughs> Ducks are, again, like I said, they're small, generally, like, oval-shaped waterfowl. They have a short neck and a relatively large 
bill on their face. The males are known as drakes, and the females are known as either ducks or hens. Hmm. Uh, the young, or the babies, are known as ducklings. Yes. And generally, the qualification for being a duckling is either you were just popped out and bored, <laughs> or you have downy plumage, mm. which you would have if you've just been... If you just popped out. <laughs> if you just popped out or were born. <laughs> More often than not, duck species are able to hybridize with other duck species, which means that we have a lot of, like, mixed ducks hanging out. Unstoppable ducks. Yeah, and this can be a big problem when you have, like, domestic ducks that are, like, raised on, like, farms and shit, and they're mixing with wild ducks, and then you get weird hybrids. It's a whole thing. You can get invasive species. Not great, but appearance-wise, ducks are known for these, uh, different characteristics. Namely, they have wide, strong, webbed feet, and these allow them to be excellent swimmers. As you might imagine, being a waterfowl, they definitely need those things. Yeah. They're also going to have talons on those feet. These can be really handy in a number of situations. Some ducks can perch on, like, uh, branches and things like that, so they need to have those talons so they don't just, like, flip off the back. But they're also handy if they're walking around in shallow water so they don't slip on, like, moss and rocks yeah. and shit. Yeah. In case you didn't know or have lived under a rock, ducks also have scales on their feet because they got them bird feet. And the scales are overlapping, which is, like, one of the uh, characteristics of a duck. They have, like, this very specific overlapping <laughs> scale pattern on their feet leading in – or on their legs leading into their feet. And oftentimes in ducks, their feet – and their legs are like a bright color, like a fun, interesting. It's so bright, like pink, color. Or orange. Yeah, they really just like spin in that color wheel and I, just uh, stick in where it lands. I typed in duck feet just to get a good visual. Third picture yeah. is of a human hand, like no. in duck feet finger puppets, like stomping in a real life puddle outside. I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Whoever you are, you should be ashamed. So their legs are positioned farther back on their body, which oh, yeah. is important so that they can, like, just, like, so they balance out their kind of ovular form while they're, like, sitting in the yes. water. And they can, like, s- like paddle their little duck feet, and that kind of propels them forward. So they have to be in the back for that reason, but it does mean that when they're walking on land, they waddle because their feet are back there. <laughs> so they're just, like, <laughs> they're not the, like, most beautiful strut down the runway, I but mean, they have, you... have, like, a unique strut. Have you ever tried sure. to walk in... Flippers? What are those called? Fins? It's hard. Oh, yeah. It's it Im- is hard. Yeah. It's slash impossible. You gotta go backwards. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but these guys are going forwards. So, like, let's stop fucking with them. They're doing their best. The next thing that's, like, very characteristic on a duck is their bill. The bill is generally a broad, flat shape. And it's kind of in the shape of, like, a scoop. And it serves this kind of, like, scooping, straining mechanism Hmm. Uh, a lot of different ducks feed in different ways but they need to be able to like filter through things and scoop things up and like root around and stuff right that bill is going to be like the key player in that action there's lots of variation based on the shapes and the colors and the size and all that kind of stuff across the different types of ducks and most of them have a hard protrusion at the end it's called like a hook or a spike Mm. and this is to help them root as well yes There are, on the case of a lot of duckbills, serrations on the side, and these are super handy if they're filtering things out uh, of their food, or they're cutting, like they're cutting, like, uh, like small fish, or they're cutting grass, or whatever. Yeah, it's like him Um, teeth. Exactly. He's got them teeth on the side. He's got to get, got to get the grass out of his teeth. (laughs) You know? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what? Whenever I think of a duck with teeth, I always think of that Nightmare Before Christmas duck. I, that they, like, give them on Christmas. I just drew that the other day. I know. It was a really good drawing. You did a great job. Thanks, um, Mom! <laughs> but it had those big teeth. Okay, so next thing, I've already talked a little bit about their body shape. It's kind of that circular, ovular shape, but generally what's most important is that it's compact. Ducks tend to be this little, like, football of bird. Right. And that's important because they need to, like... If they're going to be on the smaller end, they need to be compact enough to just be able to, like, zoop around, like, pew, pew, get, get where they need to go. And this is also really important in the water because it gives them a streamlined form, which allows them to be excellent swimmers. Mm. Um, it's also really cool because their body shape being so compact allows them to preserve their body heat. Because a lot of ducks are in, like, water year-round, you know? So if it's cold outside and the water's cold... Yeah, they're just, sure like... You're a nice, toasty duck. Walking on frozen lakes. I'm te- they just act like they own the place. 
they don't give a single duck. They don't give a single duck. Said it once. I'll say it probably ten more times for this episode. <laughs> is done. And then the last kind of uh, thing that we always look for if you're looking to identify a duck is their plumage. And yeah. um, specifically their feathers are, are really cool. Uh, a lot of times with waterfowl, you tend to have kind of like your outer feathers and then your like lower um, underneath ones, your, your like downy ones, which are what keep you warm. And then the outer ones are a lot more like large and sleek and they are like your, your windbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, they've got the same thing going on here with our ducks. So um, they're used to insulate and to regulate their heat. So they require reg- uh, regular preening. And the ducks are usually doing this kind of like constantly and they're very tightly connected all across the body. And this ensures that those downy feathers underneath that are keeping them warm aren't getting wet at all. They'll stay dry even in like any fucking situation. They're yeah. always dry. Yeah. So they've got it figured out. And one cool thing too, to help maintain this kind of like slick exterior, this like windbreaker is that they will, or they have an oil gland near their tail, um, which they constantly have to like, use their bill to like who doesn't pick up and like use that to preen and they kind of slick their hair back in like a nice 50s style and this is what's going to keep those outer feathers in place and maintain their temperature temperature control and maintain their waterproof imagine if humans had like shampoo coming out or bung you know i don't like when you say bung (laughs) i I started saying it more than ever every four (laughs) episodes a bung incident and i <laughs> am enraged I don't you like introduced me to the word with no, your game I, that you played where it said like get bung <laughs> get bung <laughs> seems like such a chaotic statement <laughs> like what is what a bizarre thing to say to someone get you're like bung. in an escape the room mean? game and all it's the only task for you to was get bung oh my god though if we're ever in an escape room <laughs> game and the 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 instruction is get bung i'm just you and i are gonna look at each other and be like we got this we're out we Peace know out. fastest time and on record speaking of ducks and their plumage yeah. mm-hmm. have you ever seen a duck with a top knot no <laughs> so there's no. some there's a type of duck that right. has what we call the top knot i don't know if that's the real thing um but they have like an afro on okay. top of their head and my sister had one growing up. She's older than me, so I it died before I oh, was born. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And yes. its name was Chicken Little, and it had that Great stupid name. fucking thing on its head. It had top knots before top knots became trendy. Right? I had a baby duck. My parents uh-huh. wouldn't buy me one because they're, they hate me. But right. I, f- I rescued a baby duck that was getting <laughs> ki- drowned in a lake by swans. Oh, oh my God! What a way to go! I know, and I named him Ozzy, and he lived for probably like a week and a half, and he died. I think he was fucked up, and that's why his mommy left him there to get eaten by swans. <laughs> and, yeah, mommy's uh, like, it's not worth my time. Yeah, <laughs> I don't uh, got time for this. But he, I did my best for for little Ozzy man. He followed me everywhere. I loved him. Oh, we probably lived a week and a half longer than he would have. Right, but like, I wanted the top knot duck. I don't know why my parents, why my sister got everything. You know what? There's still time. I could get a duck tomorrow. There's no one here to stop me. <laughs> There's nothing saying you can't. Mulder is stopping me. Mia, <laughs> she would scream. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh my god! Can you? If you brought a duck through those doors, I think her eyes would fall out of her head. What if she fell in love with it? Maybe she thinks she's a duck, and that's why she doesn't get along with other cats because she thinks she's like a bird. <laughs> what if that's she what thought it? she was a bird all along? How what else? a way to crack the the mystery, though. There's something wrong with that cat. I don't know what it's it is. Definitely, definitely. I think, okay, I think we can both agree she's not actually a cat. No. She's something else. No, yeah. We just don't know what. Yes. Could be duck. I've Could always thought alien. alien. Yeah, I've always <laughs> leaned towards yes. alien, but now. Right. Ducks are pretty much aliens, though, if you think about it. Right. Maybe we're just looking at the wrong angle. The more I know? look at all these with the top knot, the more I'm yes. getting, like, weirded out, even, because these <laughs> no. are so weird to look at. <laughs> X-File vibes. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so speaking of that plumage um ducks like all other birds they will go through a molting period yeah and in the case of ducks a lot of them a lot of those species are temporarily flightless while they're molting uh, because obviously those feathers are used in flight right and ducks are really cool and they're very unique because they can basically just like take flight from like sitting in the water yeah like, they don't have to like build up 
speed. They don't, I, you know, obviously I'm not a bird, so I'm not like using proper bird technology and terminology. <laughs> but they don't have to, you know, just like rev their engines. They're just like, I'm flying all of a sudden. Yes. I was sitting and now I'm flying. It's fine. It's easy. They're good. And another cool thing that like on the flip side, when they're deciding to not fly anymore, they don't glide. They don't do that slow, gradual, da, da, da. They're just like, nope, land. And mm-hmm. landed back on ground or water. Yeah. It's like no pretense. They, they're they not they're not ducking around. <laughs> Airplanes should take note. Oh, my God. No. We I was on get a rid flight of, recently. We could get rid of... Um... <laughs> when I was, when I was, well, it was when I was coming back from visiting you and you had the, like, fucking death flu. And I feel like my airplane landed like a duck. It was the worst. <laughs> you just don't like worst. airplanes. You just don't like airplanes. I'm sure it landed I fine. Don't. Oh my god, no. Okay, I was very lucky because there was no one sitting next to me, but the man across the aisle, I remember, like, vividly, because I'm sitting there, we're being thrashed, and the pilot <laughs> even, before we started descent, he was, he came on and he was like, uh, just so everybody knows, it's gonna be a bumpy one. <laughs> I was like, well, great. I already love flying so much <laughs> by myself. This is great. And so I'm sitting there, and, like, my fingernails are digging into my flesh, and I look to the left, and the man across the aisle just, like, slow turns his gaze to me, and I don't think his eyes could have been open anymore. Like, I feel like his eyelids receded into his skull, and he was just, like, gaping at me, and I was Ew, like, great! I don't like your description of him. <laughs> she, okay, it looked like it looked like Marge from Pee-wee's. I don't adventure. like this! I don't like this! He's giving me heebie-jeebies! I don't like him! Give me heebie-jeebies! <laughs> But anyways, the point of this is my my airplane landed like a duck, and it was I didn't like it. It was really scary. <laughs> it was very scary. Anywho, moving on. <laughs> when they're molting, they're temporarily flightless. So during this time, um, they're going to seek shelter and just kind of like keep it low key, you know, because they mm. like can't really like get away if they need to. So unless they fucking run waddle, which isn't the best, so they're just gonna like take things easy, take it slow. Um, they're going to kind of, like, hole up in a protected area of their habitat where there's plenty of food and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. One thing that was interesting is generally the males, the drakes, are going to have the more colorful, yes, um, fantastical plumage. The females right. are a lot more muted, mottled, lots of browns and grays going on there. And But when they molt, the males will look like the females. Right. Um, so... It's it's one get way down to our ugly ass like... level, bitch. How's it feel? It'd be hideous for a change. <laughs> like literally, welcome to the tan club where everyone's tan. Uh, and by tan, I mean ugly khaki. Brown. I'm not actually <laughs> tan. Yeah. Um, I am porcelain with ugly khaki, so I look like a big. Um... But uh, yeah, they do that so that they're not quite as flashy, and they can kind of like blend in a little bit easier. Uh, and then the molting itself happens before the migration period. So I think everyone is pretty familiar with that. If you haven't seen a duck migrate, I don't know. Again, I think it's one of those things. Like, they're on every continent except for Antarctica. So yeah. I'm sure someone has seen ducks flying off. You At know. least and duck. And duck. A single duck. And single duck. <laughs> one thing that I saw that was interesting is that, so I mentioned that when they molt, the males molt, um... They look more, they have like more of that female plumage. Mm-hmm. And this is referred to as their eclipse plumage. Oh. I know. I was like, oh, what a fancy way to say you look like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like, I love that classification. Like, oh, eclipse you plumage. You look like a woman. It's just like a beautiful woman. Love that. <laughs> uh, Diet-wise, it just varies based on the species that you're looking at. Um, but they are yeah, dude, they eat worms, grasses, aquatic plants, fish, insects, small amphibians, mollusks. It's just kind of like a buffet. They but not bread. No, don't eat bread. We'll talk about that in conservation a okay. little bit later. But just put a little, just make a little note in your notebook, everyone out there that's writing your book report. Right, don't eat bread and then see end of notes. <laughs> uh, okay. So how do we break up all these fucking ducks? Like, there's got to be a way to classify them, right? Sure. For the most part, you're going to be broken up into either your diving ducks or your dabbling ducks. Oh. There are a few different other classifications beyond that, but those are the main two, so that's what we're going to stick with. And they're exactly what they sound like. Diving ducks I'm a are dabbler. the ones where they, like, 
dive underwater and like catch their shit mm-hmm, whatever they're getting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the dabbling is when they like tip forward and their butt sticks up in the air mm-hmm. love that and they don't they don't really go they just kind of like bob equal parts of their duck body remain above and below water at yes. all times they just invert themselves it's like a little shark fin but it's a duck butt it's a duck butt and i'm sure you've all seen it it's really cute and that's pretty much it i mean there are like Others, they're, like, they're called eiders, and there's, like, sea ducks and, like, whatever. But there's literally a bunch of different fucking ducks. There's, like, golden eyes, mergansers, perching ducks. There's scoters. There's sea ducks, stiff tails, teals, whistling, domestic. Like, so many different fucking types oh, whistling of ducks. ducks. I like whistling ducks. But, uh, yeah. So those main two, that's kind of how you classify it. And the rest of them kind of fall into those categories thusly. One thing that I found that was really interesting that I didn't know is that it's thought that all ducks currently alive are descended from mallards, which are a type of dabbling duck. What? I know. All of them are descended into into silence for once. Of mallards. Mallards, yeah. The mallards that are like, that we have? Well, yeah, I mean, ours are like a a current form, yeah, but yeah, it's the same shit. They're all like, they're all descended from that. So like, what does that mean? (laughs) So we have all those different types of ducks, right? Those yes. Different, yes. Different classifications. But they're all, like, they're, I mean, they're in their own, like, group. But they just branched off from this mother. So, like, the mallard is, like, the missing link. Well, it's still there. Yeah, but it's, like, our missing link. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Mallard is to duck as Bigfoot is to human. I hate those fucking questions, dude. Those those compare bullshit things. I was never good at those things. We do them all the time. I know, but that's why I'm never good at them. Like it, I don't get any better. But I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't I didn't realize that that was the case. Me the either. Thing. So they're like the overlords, like all bow down to mallards. I bet all the other yeah, ducks I- are like, "Damn, that's a mallard." Why? Th- yeah, it's like a it's like the duck royalty. They probably see him coming. They're like, "Oh fuck, dude." And male mallards, duck dude. (laughs) I feel like I don't know why, but I feel like everybody knows what a mallard is, right? Or that's like a U.S. thing because I feel like they're all over the United States. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're from the United States or Canada, the mallards generally look the same. Um, They have the like big, well, at least the drakes do. Yeah, they have the um, like the green, uh, characteristically green plumage, green head. Got some like gray and brown, and they've got like a yellow bill. That's like what you think of when you think of a duck. At least I do. Right. Uh, like your your classic duck, you know, and I, maybe maybe that's why that we all have that image in our head is because it's like it's been there since the duck overlords since it placed it the there. dawn of time, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I thought that was pretty cool. So they're all descended from that like dabbling type of duck, but then of course they branched off into their different feeding styles, mm-hmm. their different habitats, and their different diets. Uh, so ducks do vocalize in a number of different ways. I think the most characteristic one is the quack. Right. One cool thing to note, though, is that very few duck species have that quacking call. Uh, more often than not, they tend to have uh, whistles, squeaks, yeah, or growls whistles. instead. Mm-hmm. I love whistling ducks. They're so cute. They're really cute. Uh, you and I were talking before we recorded this of our favorite ducks. Why don't you go ahead and talk about one of your favorite ducks? Uh, one of my favorite ducks would be the... I have two. Okay. I have spotted whistling ducks because, mm-hmm. like I said, I love ducks that whistle, and mm-hmm. they're just so cute and unassuming, and they're they're mm-hmm. quite small, small. Yes. And then I yeah, also love mandarin ducks because yes. the drakes are gorgeous, but the females yes. are also very pretty. They have like this white line, and then like, the way that their feathers like tuft off the back of their head, they're just so cute. Yeah, the mandarin ducks are. So cute. I took care of a, 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 like, small group of young mandarin ducks when I was at, I almost said the place. Oh, my God. <laughs> when my I was at doxing myself. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> uh, anyway, where I, when I worked, worked at a place, like, leave me alone. And they were so cute because they were, like, uh, they were new to the facility, so we were oh. getting them acclimated behind the scenes. And they just moved from their, like, one little bowl of, like, food to the other little bowl And they're food. small, too. They're so cute. Yes, they were so cute. I feel like they're just, like, the Ariana Grande of ducks. Like, they mm. are just so put together. The winged so eyeliner. Sleek. 
the winged eyeliner yes and they've got the like choker necklace yes <laughs> they just look so beautiful i mandarin ducks are like they're so extra too right yeah i know males, they really I mean, are it's just like we get it you're um, beautiful I- why do you have like wingtips like i don't even know like parts of his body don't even look like they're necessary they're just there for show <laughs> like yeah they really are um i also love i've worked with teal ducks before like ooh. blue and green wing teal ducks yeah. and they're so cute they're like kind of like more of a gray and like brown but then they do have like accents of green or accents mm-hmm. of blue they're just really cute ducks are just so cute i think they're like ugh, i can't get over them i could just talk about them (laughs) all day so while most birds in most bird species the males are usually the more vocal ones in the case of ducks it's typically the females who Mm. make more of the vocalizations this can be a little bit more equitable during breeding season though so the males are going to become a lot more vocal while they're trying to find a mate and for the most part this is a broad generalization but Ducks do mate monogamously mm-hmm. over the course of breeding season, right. but it's just for that year. Okay. They don't mate for life. There are some species that do mate for multiple seasons uh, in a row, but for the most part, it's just going to be that one breeding season. So this is bringing me to my favorite thing, and this is the whole reason I want to talk about ducks, because, oh my god, if you haven't heard about this, buckle up, now's the time rape. to put on your party pants. This is your favorite thing, because it's duck rape. <laughs> I'm gonna blow your party pants off when I talk about duck rape. All pretense aside, ducks, if they're in a, monogam- a monogamous relationship, they have just like normal, lovely breeding. It's like totally chill, they do what Consensual. they gotta do. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure there's like duck version of candles lit there's like some like like the weekend is like bumping in the background like you know it's good met a duck and then like you get to know this duck like maybe it comes to the zoo like a wild duck or comes to your neighborhood sure and you always Mm -hmm. like see the male and you always see the female and then like one day you just see the girl and you're just like quacking this duck because they're so friendly and they just quack all the time and you're just like where's he at and then like 10 minutes later he shows up like they're just like ride or die yeah. And they're so... For that one year. <laughs> yeah, for that one year. <laughs> for that one year. They're always together, and it just seems like very summer. wholesome. And mm-hmm. ducks are so sweet. Until... Let me go back to basics here. So you've got your, your male-female pair. They come together for their breeding season. It's great. However, a lot of times you have males that aren't paired off. Yeah. And they're, uh, that's like usually the inciting incident of violence in the duck sexual community. Uh, in the case of a monogamous pairing of ducks, the female, like, relaxes her muscles, and, like, the male just, like, blasts off in her, and it's, like, totally chill and perfect. However, in the case of non-consensual breeding, uh. it is way different. A duck will keep its penis inside out in a sack in its body. Just like, <laughs> okay. Yike. <laughs> stop. Full stop. A huh? duck will keep its penis inside out. Inside out. In a sack. In its body. Okay. <laughs> Do you have that visual? I'm there. Okay, perfect. When the time comes for them to breed, the penis will explode outward out of its body. Right. To a fully erect, varying length. Right. This can vary across the different species. Some of them can be like five inches long. Mm-hmm. Some of them can be 16 inches long, which is like longer than the duck itself. It's it like really longer just depends. than my arm. <laughs> But, like, compared to, I don't know, honestly, <laughs> compared to, like, other animals in the animal kingdom, that's a long Big, dick. big, big. That's a big, long duck dick. And when I do say erect, I, it, it's erect for ducks, but it's different than it is, like, for humans. Like, an erect penis in a human is, like, erect rigid. because the blood tissue yeah. is engorged. Yeah, and it's, like, rigid. Uh, in a duck, it is erect when it's full of lymph instead. So it's actually quite flexible. Um, so it's not going to be, like, a hard thing it's gonna be like a flexible mm-hmm. but like f- able to move it's like a thing. big worm <laughs> it's like a big fierce worm big right yeah. it's not inside out anymore right side out not worm anymore. right side out worm sure i buy that sure and uh on average this, on this fully erect duck penis is about a quarter of the animal's total body length again very large when the males do, like, fling their previously inside-out but now right-side-out fully erect penis out, 
It takes a third of a second, and they immediately ejaculate. I'm sure my neighbor is loving hearing about this. Please open your windows. I have, I have, I have thin walls, so I'm sure this is going over very well. <laughs> they learn something every time. They should be fucking happy. So then when this is happening in a consensual duck breeding pair, again, the female like relaxes her tush. Okay. He ejaculates immediately. Done. They're good to go. Done. In a non-consensual situation God, what a where the dream. violence comes in. It's like seconds <laughs> and it's just done. Yeah, it's literally done. One thing that I didn't actually mention and that I withheld until now is that the duck penis is additionally spiraled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a spiraled penis. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is a counterclockwise spiral. So just put that in your brain. Well, I just Googled pasta. It's fusu- fusuli? Fusili? Fusili. Fusili. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Spiralized. Time to ruin food for everyone. <laughs> Spiralized pasta is a duck yes. genital. Imagine that one boy. You know there's one boy and his goes clockwise. And everybody makes fun of him for it in the locker room. Here's the thing. I've read so much about duck penises in the last 24 hours that... At some point, I'm probably going to say the wrong direction that it spirals. Just know that it spirals and leave it at that. Get off my dick. In Australia, (laughs) it spirals the other way, right? (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) So this is uh, especially important because female vaginas in ducks are spiraled the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. That's why it needs to be, or that's why it's so um, important to have a consensual relationship. Not just in ducks, in every (laughs) single excuse me, but... Especially in ducks, because those females, if they're working with one direction spiral and the males are working with another direction spiral, those things aren't going to go together, no matter how hard you try. And so if you're in that, in that like loving, accepting relationship, that's when she's going to relax those muscles and it just becomes like a tube, you know, and like you can just get in that tube. But if you're in the violent situation, then obviously her muscles are like clenched and she's, she's literally putting up a physical barrier for that male to be able to like physically enter her right which is incredible not only that though but the male's penises in addition to the spiral they have like spikes and barbs yes. and stuff on them which is meant to like try to grip its way in and to counter that the females also have um blind ducks that lead off not ducks ducts <laughs> that lead off of their main chamber of their spiraling vagina. So think about your fusilli pasta and you've randomly got just like a leg that goes out one way okay. and then like another one that shoots out another way. So they're basically blind passages that the spiraling male penis as it's forcing its way into her is not going to know what the real, you know, right. whole vagina so is. Like, it's gonna, just going to shoot off into a side chamber. Duck get raped so much, duck like evolved to make fake vagina that's upsetting. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is upsetting. I'm upset. It's also, okay, it's also fascinating because it's a sexual arms race between the two male and female, like, genitalia in This ducks. fucking incel. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> He's awful. He's truly awful. But it's it's incredible. It's li- Like I said, it's literally a physical barrier that she has had to adapt to, which is tragic. But it's also, like, she is putting up barriers to keep him from being able to successfully do that. Like, he, yes, This is the Handmaid's Tale. To some, <laughs> yeah. He still may, to some degree, be able to, like, forcibly Well, I'm sure, get in there. yeah. But, like I said, since they ejaculate immediately upon, like, expelling their penis outward, right. if he goes down one of those blind ducks, he's not going to be successful, you know? That's not going to, like, get into her. And actually, this is so so successful this this like female version of like physical birth control that they are only giving birth to like 0.3 percent of ducklings fathered by these like rapists and yet they continue to rape yes because that's the other thing though is because the females are developing more counterbalances to this like violent intrusion the males are going to develop more aggressive measures to be able to counteract that so it's just like back and forth back and forth back and forth and they like beat the shit out of her don't they like bite the shit out of her and like drown her and shit too they like hold her head underwater and like oh my god it's not just that extremely horrific like sexual act no they're like chasing them down and there's like multiple males at a time. Yes, they like just exhaust her, her, severely injure her, yeah. and a lot of them drown because it happens in water. It's awful. It's truly, truly awful. Like it's, I'm sorry if this is triggering for anyone. I really don't want to be like doing that, but it's just the the whole mechanism of this like this sexual genitalia arms race. God, is... where's hyena vaginas when you need them? They could just like. 
where's that big clit energy? I feel like those female ducks are bringing their fair share. Of they it, are. They've just got big incel energy. <laughs> they're competing. Wow. You know, it's crazy. I just found the greatest item I've ever seen, and it's a yeah. wine bottle opener, and it's a duck, and so the spiral is his penis that opens <sighs> the wine bottle. We need that. Someone buy me that. One thing that I do want to mention, if any of you are fascinated as fascinated by this as Flora and I are, is that you can watch high-speed videos of, like, researchers studying how this happens, and you can see videos of, like, these male ducks, like, shooting their penis out into, like, a tube. It's crazy. There's been so much research done on this. And I feel like it's so unique to ducks, right? Yeah, it really is. And it's crazy. That success rate for those those males is, like, crazy low. Like, yes. it's, like, less than 1%. Which is honestly better than like human birth control. <laughs> it's these, For real, like, blind chambers and this like opposite spiral in the female's <sighs> vagina Think- is like oh, a better method God. of birth control yeah. than in humans. Yeah. So like next time you don't want to get pregnant, instead of using birth control, just bring a flashlight with you <laughs> and have that next to you, and then yeah, and just like they're not gonna know. they're not gonna know, and then. You won't get that's like a hundred percent, probably. <laughs> yeah. But this all goes back to like the importance of consent. And honestly, that's something that's been brought up in a lot of those scientific studies is that these researchers are like, I mean, we can learn a lot from ducks. <laughs> Not just because of like all of this and like the atrocity of these like sexual acts of violence. Yeah. But, like, consent is a huge thing, not just in humans. It's not something we made up. Like, it's a big part of the animal kingdom, too. Right. Like, there's a lot of, like, sexual choice going on. But in the case of ducks, even sometimes that's ignored. And, like, that consent is what is, like, Yeah, you're not the best important. fit male. Fuck off. Exactly. Because as much as I love ducks, every time I think about ducks, I only think about them raping each other. So then I'm like, I, I like you, but... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I misspoke earlier. It was not 0.3%. It was just 3% of the offspring, which is still oh, wicked Oh, still low. really low. Roughly the same success rate as, like, a condom. So. Right. Okay, so there's, like, tons of articles out there about crazy duck sex and their genitalia. But one that I found that was super interesting was from The New Yorker from a couple years back. The title of the article is called Duck Sex and the Patriarchy. Amazing. Which is, like... <laughs> incredible you should read the whole article because it's so fucking fascinating but there is this really incredible line toward the middle of it and it is like convoluted duck vaginas feminism is about autonomy not power over men amazing (laughs) and then it continues on it says although one is genetic and the other is cultural the asymmetry in ducks between the male push for power and the female push for choice is mirrored in the ideologies of patriarchy and feminism i read that and i was shook i was like what i started off researching (laughs) ducks and now i'm here and i'm just like whoa i'm here I can't. I can't handle this. It was like, oh my, I was like, you know what? Who ever knew that ducks would take you this deep? I know. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm here. (laughs) I'm like ready to rock and roll. This is like my new call to action. There's like hyenas and ducks. These are like our big clit energy, like feminist icons. These women are just like doing what they need to do. You know, they're like. Doing what they need to do to survive. I'm getting it done. I'm doing what I need to do. Trick the fucking incels. Stay with the man that you chose. (laughs) Yeah. Have the babies with the best fit man. And fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> and go, go, go live your best duck life. Oh my god, duck the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is like, that should be the title of this New Yorker article. Is duck duck the, patriarchy. the patriarchy. Okay, moving on. Conservation-wise, for the most part, ducks are doing okay. Uh, depends on where you live. So course, many we're ducks. not focusing on any specific species, but they do face a lot of the same issues that... Uh, a lot of like other waterfowl and aquatic animals in general face so pollution and contaminants in their habitats is a big issue if they're eating things that have been polluted or contaminated then that of course is poisoning them Mm -hmm. and potentially if people are eating those ducks it's poisoning you know humans or other things that eat them too so it's a kind of widespread issue not great ducks are usually a pretty good thing to have in your habitat unless they're like an invasive species like i mentioned earlier ducks can pretty easily hybridize with other species which is like not the worst thing in the world for ducks there's a lot of different ducks but if you have some that are invasive then that can like over populate a niche and like take over that area and fuck up the entire for sure obviously you don't want that to happen um so a lot of times this can happen if you have, like, domestic ducks that 
are just like bouncing around mm-hmm. that left like a farm or a zoo or like someone's home or something and they mix with like a wild duck and some other fucking duck comes in like these bitches can fly so it's yeah. like it's a little bit harder to contain but it's something that wildlife management is usually keeping a very close eye on because of course you don't want to have a bunch of duck issues on your hands have like a, a turf war <laughs> they of course are also facing threats from just habitat loss in general, Mm -hmm. depending on where they live and where they're from. And human encroachment can be a big issue too. Ducks are a pretty popular food source for a lot of different people around the world. Yeah, I've eaten a duck. So depending on where they live and where you live, that can also possibly play into their their conservation, whether that's good or bad. So it's a lot of varying stuff. If you're interested in like specifics, I recommend you check out specific species. There's usually a lot of information online about that. Flora, you mentioned earlier one important note not no, to do if bread. you're visiting. Uh, yeah, if you're visiting a park. So why don't you talk about that a little bit? Just don't give them bread. Okay, great. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> they eat other stuff. They don't eat bread in the wild, and bread is not good for them. It's not doesn't have the nutrients they need, and it can definitely cause health problems, including angel wing, which is where they're basically just eating like bread and other shit that's like high in calories, but then they're not. Yeah, but they're not getting, like, the vitamins they need. So as young juveniles and chicks, their wings basically grow improperly and their wrist joints are, like, bucked. So they literally get, like, angel wings. Like, it's like a drooped wing that, like, shoots out of their body and basically it's, like, not curable. Once it's grown that way, it's stuck like that and it can make them totally flightless or um, inhibit flight but if you stop young, I think it can revert. But once they're adults, they're fucked. So bread can absolutely cause that. Yeah, and I think those ducks that live in, like, highly populated areas, you know, they're constantly getting fed bread. Yeah. So if you want to go, you can, like, you can feed you can feed ducks. Here's the thing. I'm not going to sit here all day long and be like, no, you can't feed a duck. Because I know it's fun to feed a duck. It is fun. But... You got to be responsible about it. And, like, I don't condone feeding all wildlife, that's for sure. Right. But ducks are an interesting breed in that, like, if you want to actually feed them, you should see if there's, like, a proper food, like, pellet or something that's available for them. Yeah, I think some wildlife stores and, like, bird feeder stores have, like, a duck mix. And then you can also yeah. always look into, like, um, like frozen vegetable medleys and things like that. Like, frozen peas and frozen corn are usually pretty good. So you can always kind of look into the species of duck in your area and see what would be good for them. But any kind of, like, veggie is going to be way, way better than bread. For sure. Obviously, ducks are a huge part of, like, popular culture. I <gasps> yeah. mentioned before, they're, like, the most widely recognized fucking Thing ever. animal ever. So why don't we just go back and forth and name some Donald Duck! Ducks. He's my favorite duck! Uh, 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 Daisy Duck. Oh, okay, just go right for his girlfriend. <laughs> Kiwi, <laughs> Dewey, and Louie Duck. <laughs> just name Scrooge McDuck. God damn it. Uh, the Ducktails Ducks. Who are they? I don't know their names. That was them. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Oh. No, what's the guy with the airplane? What am I thinking of? Launchpad. What? Launchpad? That's his name? Uh, yeah. It's not a very good duck name. Well, he, like, flies an airplane. Launchpad duck. Fuck. Launchpad McQuack. Yeah, he's in DuckTales. <laughs> McQuack. There's Daffy Duck in the Looney Tunes universe. Daffy Duck is good. There was there was the, uh, the Mighty Ducks. Oh. Yeah. I read something that the in the movie, canonically, uh, Emilio Estevez chose Duck as the as the mascot because they never give up. Do they not? <laughs> Which, like, at the time, sounds like bonk, but, like, now that I think about it, like, yeah, I, that slaps. I'm, I'm for it. What about Howard the Duck? He's upsetting, huh? Oh, fuck, yeah. You know, I was talking to someone today about a local roofing company or something from a, a town that I grew up in. And they had a mascot of a duck, and I had nightmares about him for like five years oh. when I was a child. Oh, no. But so I don't really want to talk about that duck, but I'll talk about <laughs> other ducks. I like ducks. Uh, well, how about Psyduck? Oh, Psyduck. Psyduck's yeah. a great duck. And Golduck? Mm. Golduck's pretty good. Daffy, or I'm sorry, Donald, though, he's just so angry. Yeah. And like, that's me. I just am so angry and all the pantsless. time. And I hate wearing pants. And he's got like that little beret. I just love him. I know. He's, he is you. You know what? If y'all are looking to see what Flora looks like, <laughs> check out this duck. 
You got that duck right there. I think that's. But good. you're right. The Nightmare Before Christmas duck. Very good yeah, duck. It's, it's a good duck. There's a lot of good ducks out there. Um, I feel like everyone here could probably like name a great duck. You know the other. Whenever I think about ducks, I think about that hotel that they just let the ducks in. Oh yes. Have you heard of yes. that hotel? <laughs> I have. Duck hotel. I think my dad went there once, or somebody. What? Okay, well, that's where our next vacation is. Next Keeper Chat meetup oh, at the Duck Hotel. Fuck the Duck Hotel! Okay, where is it? The Peabody in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> you Peabody. definitely know somebody that's been there. So every day at 11 a.m. and 5 p.m., they have a duck march where they walk these ducks through the hotel. And they roll out a red carpet, and these ducks come out of an elevator. And there's, like, a duck handler, and he just, like, herds them around. And they walk to a pot, like a fountain that they have, and they live in this fountain. That reminds me of Goose Parade. What is Goose Parade? Goose Parade is basically the same shit, just in Belgium. Is it in a hotel or is it outside? They walk outside of a hotel. It's like down the street. People line up. And These like motherfuckers come out of a. Oh, I'm looking at that. That's cool. These motherfuckers come out of an elevator, though. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And it's males Here's and females. Hopefully it's consensual couples. That'd be upsetting. Oh, you know what? It probably is because otherwise it would just be a shit show. This hotel. <laughs> constant genitals. I don't um, think we can afford. It's a, oh my God. Oh my God. We can't afford to go here. It, the, I, the cheapest I see is 129 a night. The presidential suite Ooh. is $1,300 a night. I don't even make okay, that. Well, we're all gonna chip in. I don't make that much in a month, <laughs> especially not now. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, we'll do a traditional queen, 129 a night, and we'll squeeze like six of us in there. Done. Done. We'll go see these ducks. <laughs> we're gonna have, to, <laughs> gonna have to start a Kickstarter just to see these fucking. Damn, ducks, this is man. like a ten you know star hotel or some shit. <laughs> Jesus. That extra, that ten star is for the ducks. Peabody ducks. <laughs> Apparently, it started in the 1930s. The men had too much, uh, too much fun sipping Tennessee whiskey and thought it'd be funny to put some ducks in the Peabody fountain. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a drunk thing. That's a drunk man <laughs> thing to do. At the Peabody, though, that's such At a Peabody. Perfect yeah, it sounds like a place where a ducks. Would yeah, be. where ducks like file out of an elevator. The weird part is that the background of the website is like a picture of the hotel empty, and then the ducks are photoshopped in. Oh, what? Like, Come on. it happens every day. You can't get a goddamn good picture to use. <laughs> Stupid. It happens twice a day. Fuck's sake. Come you know on. Maybe, maybe it's like maybe it's like a closed event. No no flash photography, please. Oh, no. The, the, they got people lining up. They say to get there like half an hour early to make sure you get a spot. You can see the ducks. Here's the thing. If you and I went there for that duck parade, I wouldn't leave the lobby. That would be my entire stay. I'm not paying. I'm paying for the chance to be there. I wouldn't visit that room once. I'd be in that fucking elevator. $1,300 room can go fuck time. itself. I'm here for the ducks. I'm here for this fountain and these ducks. Oh my god. What a bizarre thing. Are you ready for a TLDL? Ducks, man. Yeah. Hit me. <laughs> Excellent. So we, this week we talked about ducks. We didn't focus on any one species because there's over 100 species. Uh, but they're all in the family Anatidae. Uh, they are different from geese and swan. Ducks are the smallest on that kind of like spectrum of three where... The geese are the center, like the, the middle middle size, and then the swans are the largest. Ducks can be found in fresh and salt water, and they're often confused with other different types of waterfowl. But a duck is a duck is a duck, and they have a number of different characteristics that define them as such. They have strong web feet, which are great for swimming and diving. And they're not so great at walking, but they can do some perching, and they can walk around fine if they need to. But they do have that characteristic waddling gait because of it. They also have a broad, flat bill, which is handy as they uh, forage throughout their habitat for different types of food. They can eat a variety of grasses, fish, small mammals. Well, I don't know any small mammals that they would eat. Just fish, <laughs> like amphibians, <laughs> worms and shit. Can you imagine? Oh I don't God. know. I, birds, you can't count them out. Though I'm sure one of them somewhere has been fucking with some small mammals. Baby mice or chipmunks. Like a pinky? <laughs> I feel like I could feed one of my ducks a pinky and it would snarf it. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Like, didn't even give it a second thought. <laughs> um, they tend to have a very small kind of compact football oval shape, and this is helpful in that it helps streamline their their lines so that they are great at swimming. Uh, it can preserve body heat, 
and uh, it just keeps them kind of like compact and shapely. Uh, and then they can have various types of plumage according to their species. They can be very, very colorful or more muted, just depending. The males are referred to as drakes and the females are called either ducks or hens. And then the young are called ducklings. We talked a little bit about the two different general classifications of ducks. You have your diving and your dabbling. There are lots of others beyond that, but those are the two main ones. There's diving. No, you missed, you messed up. It's diving, dabbling, and dabbing. Dab. <laughs> I dabbed when I did that. Dab. God damn it. <laughs> um, so we have the diving and the dabbling. And the dabbing. And the diving are the ones that, that, as they do, dive underwater. The dabbling are the ones that feed on the surface or just, like, tip their, you know, their front in and have their little butt sticking out. And the dabbing are the ones that do a cool fucking <laughs> thing. You know what's another thing that we should know? Those ones of all. Those goddamn yeah. viral videos of, like, ducks and swans, like, feeding fish. They're not. They're dabbing. They're dabbling. Yeah. Like, there's they're always, like... They're dabbling or dabbling. They're both. They're doing fucking both. <laughs> and people are always like, look at this. Oh, my God, this duck is feeding this fish but they like yeah. dabble their food in the water so they can like eat it better and then like as yeah, they're people... dabbling it like food falls out of their gob and the fish eat it and like take advantage of that but he's not feeding fish he's feeding himself and they're scavenging like anthro anthropomorphism is the is the root cause of 30 percent so of my annoying. overall frustration i saw everything i saw a video the first thing i did this morning i woke up and i got on reddit and it was a squirrel in a trash can full of water outside Mm-hmm. And the, it was just like this woman walked by it, and then it walked by it again, and then she saw the squirrel and let it out. But the captioning was like, "This squirrel was fighting for its life. It's trying to like splash and make a bunch of noise so someone can rescue it." No, it's not. It's trying to get out. Like it wasn't trying to draw attention to this dumb bitch. It was just trying to get out. It was just the dumbest. <laughs> just, I just, just him thrashing. I just hate like the dodo and the captions they always put on fucking like my dog grew up and thinks it's a cat <laughs> no it just wants to sit like that it doesn't fucking think in its head it's a goddamn cat i just get so i'm angry i'm angry now i know you amped yourself up i didn't even do anything so just amped yourself up. <laughs> i just went full donald duck went fucking off jesus okay well so on annoying, that note though. we talked a little bit about uh duck breeding which is fascinating um, ducks do form pair bonds, usually lasting over one mating season, and then they kind of like split and do other shit. Uh, regardless, ducks across all species have whack genitals, and the males have a spiraled penis, the females have an opposite spiraled vagina, and they have basically locked themselves in an evolutionary arms race between each other, so they're constantly developing versions of like more complex genital structures to be able to keep the other ones from succeeding (laughs) which is crazy and unfortunate and tragic if you're interested in learning more about that i highly recommend checking out there's like tons of different articles out there talking about it and videos and pictures and stuff like that but it's just (laughs) it's whack beyond that we talked a little bit about conservation for the most part ducks are doing okay just depends on where you live and the habitats they're in so if you're interested in learning more about them make sure to check out and read up on your local species and see if there's anything that you can do to help them out but they of course face threats that a lot of different waterfowl and aquatic animals face uh which things like contamination and pollution in their habitat and habitat loss to humans okay i was googling ducks because there's some duck my mom and it's this big fucking duck and it's like a invasive species and it came from Mexico, and it like oh, lives fuck. in Florida now. The Muscovy, 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 yeah, Muscovy, Muscovy, mm-hmm. and it's this giant, evil-looking duck. And apparently, like everyone down there hates them because they're so big, and they like push out all the all the native ducks. Yeah, you got to be careful with that duck, that duck nature balance, you know. But it's big, Very tedious, and it looks big evil. Bit. Well, speaking of evil ducks, we talked about our favorite ducks in media, and we definitely <laughs> launched on launchpad launched onto a few of them. We launched <laughs> on launch the pad launch on pad. the brain. <laughs> we launched onto them. Uh, so there's like plenty of ducks out there. It's widely known as the most characteristic animal form and recognized recognized animal form ever. So I think everyone here knows what a duck is. That's it. That's all I got on ducks. I liked it. Okay, perfect. It was. Such a pleasure to do. I've been wanting to do this for so long. That's it for this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And we hope that you enjoyed hanging out with us and learned a little bit more about ducks. If you're interested in listening to more Keeper Chat episodes, you can check all of those out across all 
podcasting platforms. And they're also listed on our website, keeperchatpodcast.com. Yeah. We're active on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we also recommend that you check out that website, keeperchatpodcast.com. We have some fun new stuff up there. We started a blog. There's cool things going on. You can yes. see how much money we've raised for conservation. Yeah. It's just great all around. And we're really excited to launch some new stuff in the future. So make sure you keep that on your tab open at all times, at all hours <laughs> of the night, <laughs> because you never know you when never going to get posted. Know. Yeah. You never know. And if you rate it and review us on iTunes, we do donate $5 to conservation. So in April, we had three new ratings. Mm-hmm. So we will be donating $15 to conservation. We always ask our patrons to pick that organization. So it's always of their choice. And then we add that to our tally of organizations and money that we've donated, which is over $2,800 at this point, which is bonk. Because <gasps> alone, we would never be able to do that. But together, we're able to actually do our part and make a difference. So... If you have not logged into your iTunes to rate and review us, I know it's cancerous and awful, but please just (laughs) think about doing it. You only have to do it once, and then you never have to do it again. Yeah. And you will have done something great for something out there. Hell yeah. It's a great way to spend 10 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) Especially during this weird time. And if you want to be involved in picking the conservation organization, or if you want more Keeper Chat content... You can check us out on patreon.com slash keeperchat where we have bonus episodes, behind the scenes behind the scenes footage, episode voting, access to our Discord, which is basically just like texting with us all day, every day. We've been watching The Sopranos, reading books, doing crazy things during uh, quarantine, which has been pretty fun. Let's check it out. That's it. Okay. We hope you guys have a great week and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.